Several years ago, let's say 10, I was teaching science fiction, a class which, alas, has gone the way of the dodo or of corduroy sport coats, in high school. I had designed four curricular units guided by the hottest new educational trend, the essential question. Now, one of those questions was, would you rather live in a beautiful fantasy or in an ugly reality? For one of the nonfiction readings for that unit, I'd found a service on the internet that would create a fake girlfriend complete with photographs, love letters, and regular communication via cell phone. You could have her call you or send you a message as a pre at a prearranged time so that you could show all your friends that you had an awesome girlfriend. The service claimed to have many advantages, not the least of which was that Girls are attracted to men who already have girlfriends. The theory there being that women have a kind of hive mind, I suppose, that they all think alike, and that groupthink includes some kind of instinctive attraction to men who are already spoken for. It's a modern age version of the whole wedding ring pickup phenomenon whereby single women are more attracted to and flirt with men whom they know are in a committed relationship. Anyway, the fake girlfriend service would help you attract a real woman since... She'd be so turned on by the text message you got from your fake girlfriend. They sort of did mention how you'd break it to this new real woman that you were lying about your fake girlfriend. Seems to me this, this would be sort of a sticky wicket, but what do I know? Why am I bringing all of this up? I'm glad you asked. Because this week, we're going to talk about fakeness on social media, influencers, and other forms of life so pathetic that the three-toed sloth looks down on them. So I suppose if you're a youngin, you know what an influencer is. In an attempt to be fair, I will try to describe the job as generously as I can. An influencer is a person who attempts to affect purchase decisions of the general public because of his or her social position, authority, popularity, expertise, or charm. That's about as nicely as I can put it. To be a bit less clinical about it, an influencer is a person who goes on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, or in the case of older demographics, Facebook, and the like, and post pictures or videos of themselves using a product or perhaps promoting it in the hopes that it will drive sales. Now, the influencer did not make the product. He or she is merely someone who uses it and hopes to entice others to use the product. In the old days, we would have just called this a shill. I'm trying very, very hard to conceal my intense dislike for this idea. Have we truly sunk so low, my dear listeners, that we're not even capable of making our own decisions when it comes to mouthwash and motor oil? Oh, I know we can't make our decisions when it comes to the big issues. That's why we have politicians, and that's worked out so well. But do we really need to follow a celebrity who tells us to use Denham's Denifrice? No. Not even a celebrity, for these influencers don't even have the gossamer-thin patina of respectability afforded to film or music stars. They are cotton candy-spun figments of our attention-addicted culture, ersatz fairies twerking on the head of a pin. Oh, but it gets so very much worse, ladies and gentlemen, damen und herren, mesdames et messieurs. Not only are there such things as influencers... There are now such things as fake influencers. See, 
In order for this emotional pyramid scheme of influencers to work, a scheme that makes the Wizard of Oz deception look positively childish, there must be at least some level of attention already being paid. In other words, for, shall we say, a brand of cosmetics to pay an influencer to push their line of crushed bumblebee and enlightened cumin facial scrub, the influencer must show a collection of followers. This is already a fantasy, a trick of fame that exists only in the borrowed reality of social media. But it is now coming to pass that influencers are faking their endorsements in order to convince real companies that they have clout. They will use fake followers who are nothing but computer codes and algorithms, which are called bots in internet parlance, who do not exist in order to simulate an audience they do not possess. Now, I know this is harder to follow than a Harold Pinter play run through a Google Translation program into Mandarin, but stay with me here, folks. Fake influencers are pretending to have influence in order to gain influence with a company so they can become real influencers. A wannabe influencer, which is a phrase emptier than the contents of Donald Trump's bookshelf, will brush his or her teeth with a leading brand of dentifrice and praise the minty fresh sensation following hitherto. No, they do not have a deal with that toothpaste, but the act of doing so to their non-existent followers might convince a, let's say, suppository manufacturer that this is a social media personage of great import and voila! A deal is made. And then we can all be treated to the sight of said influencer pushing that product, if you will excuse the rectal pun. Again, where is the bedrock reality? Influencers are bad enough, untethered by reality, taste, or actual achievement. But a fake influencer pretending to be a real one? That's like cheating on your vibrator. We are so far removed from reality at this point that I would not be surprised if we were all revealed to be a massive practical joke, that we were all living in a simulation. Similarly, there are many people now who are faking vacations and posting the false evidence on social media, or who are paying companies to provide mock-ups of private jets, Manhattan penthouse suites, luxury cars. You pay your money and are allowed to take photos of yourself with these items or in these places so you might convince your followers you are wealthy and connected. Oh, but what about those who would challenge you on your purchases? Fear not. There are companies, mostly in China, but I am sure by the time you listen to this podcast, dear listener, there will have been service companies started in the United States who will do this, who will provide falsified receipts, fake geotags, video of Eastern European women, African children, or whatever population you need to verify your jet-setting lifestyle. From those same companies, you can buy praise. You can hire fake families. The mind boggles, does it not, dear listener? Look, I get it. We want attention. Hell, I'm recording a podcast. I write books, such as my most recent, Belt Runner, available on Amazon for ebook or paperback. And you can look for my new novel, Silent Manifest, which will also be available on Amazon very soon. Or you can go deeper into the catalog, Veil of Stars, Muse of Fire. It's my podcast. I can plug what I bloody well please. So I must be searching for attention myself. The need to have someone listen to you, to hear what you have to say is a strong one in all of us. But shouldn't that need for attention be grounded by actual achievement? If I want people to pay attention to me, shouldn't I have something worthwhile to say or to offer? 
If I want people to read my book, shouldn't I try to make them as entertaining as I can? Surely that's a prerequisite for attention, worthiness. The class clown at least makes you laugh, which is something. True, he or she, well, he, is grabbing for the most fleeting of looks and chuckles, but is at least trying to do something real. We often joke as teachers, the lounge is rife with gallows humor, that if we heard of an ex-student being arrested for a bank robbery, we might say, well, at least he's doing something. There's a kernel of truth to that joke. While we would obviously condemn the action, we'd secretly find solace that there at least was action. The kid had to find a gun, even if it was a fake one, and then get one of those balaclava things and get a gym bag, hold the money, write a demand note, drive to the bank. That's a lot of planning. Good for you, kid. At least you're out of the house. Influencers have done nothing to earn your attention. They are invisible and inaudible. And a fake influencer? So beneath your notice is to be insubstantial, non-corporeal, unreal. No, not even unreal. Captain Kirk is unreal, but he's worthy of your attention. He's the captain of the goddamn Enterprise, he is. He teamed up with Abraham Lincoln to fight Genghis Khan, for Christ's sakes. But a fake influencer? As deep as the thoughts of a sleeping gnat. As weighty as the breath of a unicorn. As worthy of your attention as a flake of skin falling off a Peruvian peasant's ass. No offense to Peru intended. The cry of the adolescent, Look at me! Is not one I wish silence, nor it is one I find worthy of scorn. It is a basic need in us. And I don't begrudge people that need, but at the risk of sounding elitist, a risk I will mitigate by stating that I too must live by this injunction, I will append the cry of, Look at me! to read... Do something worthy of my attention, and I will.